Hello, this is Bobby Newman. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Research Minutes, the CPRI Knowledge Hub's weekly podcast where we interview researchers about the latest work being done in the field to help improve education. This week, I speak with Dr. Kendall King, Professor of Second Language Education at the University of Minnesota. She recently published a study in education policy titled The Language Policy of Placement Tests for Newcomer English Learners. Thank you, Kendall, for joining me today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Tell me, what what does WIDA stand for? WIDA stands for, WIDA is a consortium, an organization uh, that stands for world-class instructional design and assessment. And it has grown exponentially over the last 10 or 15 years as more and more states have joined WIDA as an organization. Uh, Lots of states have joined in the last 10 years or so um, in order to be in compliance with NCLB, um, and in particular, to have access to the access test, which is the most widespread test uh, used to assess regularly the progress of English language learners. Now, when states join WIDA, they gain access to the access test, which is well known. They also gain access to lots of curriculum um, and technical assistance materials and support. And then um, lastly, kind of as a free bonus, they gain access to the WAPT, which is sometimes now referred to as the screener. Um, And that was a subject of the uh, study we recently published, the WAPT. And why did you choose to study the WAPT? The WAPT is, um, it's still being given, or in the newer version called the screener, is given to all students who, um, when they enroll in a new district in the U.S., when they identify um, having a non-English language at home. So all students, as I'm sure your listeners are aware, um, when they enroll in a district, are given a home language questionnaire. And in most cases... Um, if the state is a WIDA state, which I believe 34, 35 states are, if the student identifies a non-English language as somewhere in their home or in their background, they are then given the WAPT. In your study, you presented five case studies. What were common themes that you noticed across those five cases? We were interested in how do different types of students experience this test? Um, And what does the test tell us and not tell us about um, students' English language level in particular? Now, the good news is the test does tell us quite a bit about students' English um, proficiency level. And it is um, able to place students at one, two, three, four, five, and fitting with the WIDA um, scale and and rubrics that are used um, in most WIDA states. So it is very helpful in that way. Um, What we found not so helpful is that the test does not differentiate learners who have had, uh, does not differentiate between learners who have had years of formal schooling and those who have no schooling. So it's not at all sensitive to students who are at the lower levels, at level one um, in particular. What, what advice would you give to states and districts that are currently using the, the placement test? Um, most districts are switching to um, the, from the WAPT, which WIDA no longer supports. 
to what they call the screener. The screener is online. Um, my early conversations with Vida suggest that it has not been um, normed or tested with students who are uh, new to print and new to formal schooling. So I am um, would caution districts to that the same tensions around what the limitations of this test will apply because they have not changed who they've normed it on. I think there's an additional uh, challenge because it's a computer mediated test. Uh, the prior test, the WAPT, was pen and pencil. Um, this now introduces a whole new level of skills, technology skills in particular, that are important for taking the test. So I worry a little bit that it's going to be an assessment not only of, or I'm not focusing particularly on students' English language level, but their familiarity with, um, with technology. Okay, and I understand that you and your colleague, um, Martha Bigelow, are developing an, another um, screening tool, is that correct? Right, so one of the things that came out of the study was um, the, the limitations of the WAPT, which I think also holds hold true for the screener. And um, as a result, we developed, in, based on the work of um, other materials that were out there, we developed a native language literacy assessment that's uh, known by the acronym NILA, N-L-L-A. And this is uh, kind of quick and dirty, simple assessment that provides um, administrators and teachers an idea of students' literacy levels. Um, one of the great things about this is that the administrators do not need to speak or read or write um, the language in order to give the assessment. This is meant to, as a supplement to the WAPT or to the screener and to help identify students who are slight, that is students who have limited our interrupted formal education. And that's available right now? That's available, it's free. Um, we hope um, we hope that it'll be used widely. It's available from my webpage, uh, which can be found at Kendall King, UMN. And um, we hope that people will use it and also provide us feedback on it. And we look to develop it in new languages um, as needed. That's terrific. Thanks, Kendall. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to talk to me. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Research Minutes. To share your thoughts on this discussion, head to KHUB Conversations at cprehub.org. To subscribe to our weekly podcast and listen to more interviews, head to soundcloud.com forward slash CPRE Knowledge Hub. And for the latest videos, podcasts, and discussion updates, follow us at CPRE Hub on Twitter and CPRE Knowledge Hub on Facebook. We look forward to hearing from you.